And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast we do in our 30s to fix what we learn in our 20s. I am half your host, Kyle, and sitting digitally across from me is the handsome devil himself, Stephen Cornhole Cornfield. Oh, well, you you know, you built me up and then you just tore me down just a little bit. You're probably really good at cornhole. I'm, I, you know, it's funny that you say that. I'm extraordinary at at cornhole. Thank you for saying that. I would love to challenge you. I would be dipping bags in your hole <laughs> all day. Uh, I'd be sliding I, them in. I think dunking them. I every every time uh, I play cornhole, this is one of the things that I I I think I learned from like summer camp, right? And it's like, all right, what's our team name? We have to have a team name, right? We have to unify. Uh, and I, every time it's like we have to be the cornholers. We just have to mm, be, yeah. Right? It's yep. just like it's 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 ripe there for the taking. You just pluck it out of the tree, and it's you know given. Is that kind of like for everything you do? Your team cornhole? Uh, no, mostly just cornhole. Oh, just uh, specifically. Oh, gotcha. Just that specific, makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, just specifically for dipping bags and holes. And yeah, uh, and Steven's baseball team is and the I think, cornholers. And I think that really gives us a, a, my team an upper hand because like we are you know unified in that and then and he, like you know for the first few rounds the other team is like oh we're team awesome or uh we're team your mom and it's like oh guys you idiots we have the best team name so sorry uh you can suck it yeah we actually named our team after what the sport is called yeah so but like also, when i watch the nfl it, i watch the football but it also means something too so uh i i i think you know, it'd be sweet that if I ever become like a well, when I become a millionaire, because it's not mm, really okay, a question yeah. of if I become a millionaire. So it's, it's a question of just when it's going to happen, because it's going right. to happen. Uh, how funny would it be if I like just was like <laughs> I, I bought a cornhole team? <laughs> yeah, like it, you know how like Ryan Reynolds, there he's buying a soccer team. Yeah. Oh well, that too, yeah. And you know, people are buying into NFL teams or whatever, and I'm like. I'll be over here just buying a cornhole team, maybe sponsoring a frisbee golf player. You know, just all the the sports that really just don't get their dues. You know, right, right, yeah. I'm sponsoring some junior cornholers. Uh, <laughs> See what I mean? They uh, are top tier. Who, who else? At the, I'm gonna say that's probably where you can put your more bang for your buck. You know, it's like who else is uh, sponsoring? these people besides like the businesses that like make the cornhole equipment or like make the frisbee discs like seriously i was like man you put a cornfield studio shirt on them and a cornfield studio Mm -hmm. discs and cornfield studio bags and and all that stuff you just you really just go ham on it i mean that's that's pretty badass if you ask me we should go out in a field and shoot some really cinematic, like, marketing material for a cornhole team. Just you and I out in a field, beautiful cornfield, playing cornhole. Yeah. And, There's you know, like, kids are going to want to come and play. It's just like, <laughs> kids? Wait, what do you, what's the The purpose? junior cornhole team the, that we're going to sponsor. Oh, gotcha, 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 yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, Not yeah, just yeah. random kids. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, just, hey, come here, little kitties. Come here. Yeah, who, like, who what cornhole? the hell, Kyle? Uh, um, you should start a scholarship fund, the old for <laughs> for cornholers, dude. I'd be like, be when you guys graduate high school, I'm gonna pay for each and every one of your colleges, and yep. then when they graduate, I'm gonna go to their class and I'm gonna speak to them, and it's gonna be the cringiest thing ever because I'll be like, uh, I can give. I you had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. Oh man, <laughs> that yeah, is so. That is a cringy oh. episode. Shout out to the office if people didn't get what we were talking about. The office is good. Um, I love, uh, well, so, you know, everybody knows it went to Peacock and so it's hard to watch that, but there's actually comedy central and like another channel Freeform. They have office episodes nonstop from like four to, I don't know. Do you need, do you need a Peacock login? No, no. I like, I have one, but I just don't want to log into an app to watch the office has always been a very, um, like 
just a natural thing for me just to turn on. Yeah. And if I have to go into an app uh, that I don't even use to watch it, I just don't. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. It, it's weird. But if it's on TV, I just flip it on. Yeah. And I'm like, God, these are it is so good. It is funny how, like, so I love The Office, right? I love I love it. But I, it's not, it. it's never been uh, the, like, if I don't know what else to watch, I'm going to turn this on. I always have to find something new. And I think I was talking to this about with Alicia because um, we, me and you, we had a date night last night. And we, we'll get into that next. Um, but I was like, oh, what are you going to do tonight? You know, just you hanging at home. I was like, you should order some food. Just have like a nice like night off and don't like really talk about work or think about work. Just sit down relax and watch some tv and she's like yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna turn on the office that's what she does every time she like yeah. if she doesn't know what else to watch she just turns on the office same with you you do that too there's gonna be a study one day i think about it because there's some something that happens when you watch the office i, I like don't know what a, it is well and i know she, a lot of people like this too and i was it's, asking her i was like well she because uh, we, we were having lunch and i was like you know, that's the difference because when I'm watching TV, I like to watch something new. I like to be surprised. I like to, you know, see new, you know, things. Or sometimes it's like I want to watch something about superheroes or something about sci-fi or some serious drama or, you know, something funny. Um, it's all over the place. It's kind of whatever is like new and exciting to me at that time. That's that's where I'm like, that's where I relax. I get to watch something new. Um, mm. And she was like, well, I think it's just like, the comfort because I don't have to watch it. Yeah, familiarity yeah. is what she said. She's like, I don't have to watch it to know what's going on because I've already watched it a bunch. But also, like, I know exactly what's going to happen. I know exactly how I'm going to feel afterwards. And I'm like, interesting because she's like, with new stuff, she's like, sometimes it can make me feel gross and I don't want that or you know whatever. And so it was just kind of interesting because I was like, yeah, see, I'm I'm that. Like, I want to be surprised. I want to uh, maybe I'll feel gross after. This episode, maybe I will be scared. I don't know. I like that. I don't have the um, happy office, you know, like the uh, the go to, which I'm kind of yeah. bummed about. Well, try, get on our level. Like I just like another show that like I don't like. It's not like it's a new show, but I don't feel like there's a lot of people that just like turn on Friends all the time and watch mm -hmm. it over and over again. Maybe they do. I don't uh, know. I mean, or yeah. Seinfeld. Like, it's just not like those are great shows, debatably. Yeah. But, like, it's not – there's not, like, the cult following, I feel like, where it's, like, people always turn on The Office. Yeah. But I digress. You know we what could go on. My – I guess now that I'm thinking about it, the closest one that I have, but I don't turn it on that much. And it's, like, it's not really, um, like, a comedy. It's Entourage. I've never watched Entourage. It's I, it's I I've think only it, seen episodes. The, yeah. the reason I like it is because I'm so fascinated with L.A. and Hollywood, uh, mm -hmm. and it's like a glimpse into that world, and it's like so over the top, like you know, um, celebrity status, right? And so I think it's just kind of like yeah. a crazy world uh, that I, I I have fascination with. And uh, that's one that I'll probably like, oh, you know what? I, don't, I have no idea what to watch. I want to watch something really quick and then get out of here. Turn that on. Uh, but that doesn't happen that often. Hmm. That's interesting. I haven't heard that one as a go-to. But you know what? We all have different tastes, you know? <laughs> it just is what it is. I was going to say different baby. strokes for different folks. Let's talk about our date night we had last night. Woohoo! We went on a date night. Dude, you know, I was thinking... When was the last time that me and you? So we 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 used to go downtown Anchorage a lot. Yes, in in our past lives, mm -hmm. more past for me than you, but yes, yes, and well, it was just. But there were I can remember a few times at least that I would just go down there and meet you, and and then we would go to, you know, uh, old school bars, the the Avenue, or Rum Runners. Or Platinum Jacks. The um, Anchor was back then. Yep. Uh, oh, that's what I meant. The Anchor. Pioneer. Not yeah, not really the Avenue. But well, uh, the Avenue too. I guess we yeah. did. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I came home last night, and Lisa was like, "Hey, how was it? Last, you know, tonight?" And I was like, "It felt good." I was like, "I don't remember the last time me and Kyle did that. I feel like it's been super long since like our early twenties. Like yeah. we didn't. We now for the people listening, we didn't go hard like we did in our early twenties. Um. But we, we just it was had very a, soft. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you would have seen us last night, you would have said, "Look at that couple. Well, they look precious eating their ice the, cream cones." That's the funny thing because, like, I posted on my story, uh, and if you saw it, you know, congratulations. Um, but it was so okay. Let's back up. Kyle and I, uh, we went out to dinner, had ice cream, and then we went out to see Tom Segura, right? Uh, big comedian, if you don't know who he is. Uh, and we knew that our wives weren't going to want to come because we were like, this isn't really their shtick, right? And it was 10 p.m. My wife would never. Right. Yeah, that was a, that ever. was another thing. It was like it's the show started at 10 p.m. actually got started at more like 10.20 um, and then it went to midnight, I think. Um, so it started late. But anyway, so we went out to dinner uh, and we grabbed ice cream and went to see Tom Segura. Uh, in in between the ice cream and Tom Segura, uh, I took a picture of us because I looked. We were eating ice cream just like children. So instead of drinking, right, like we used to in our 20s, that we were eating ice cream. And I looked at your face and you had like a spot on your face. And then I looked closely at my face and I've got like oh, yeah. ice cream all over my mouth too. And it's just like we were creamed <laughs> up. We were. <laughs> it's just like, dude, we looked like uh, two smiling kids just excited for the uh, the adventure ahead. Uh, and I was like, how, how, look how far we've come. It yeah. used to be two beers in our hands and now it's two ice cream cones. Two scoops of and wild that's, scoops. That's what makes us happy, man. Yeah. Uh, What'd you guys get into last night? Uh, a couple of scoops of Sitka swirl. It was, it was pretty oh, crazy. Oh man, yeah. Uh, shout out to Wild Scoops, dude. Um, yeah, some of it the was, best. Some of the best ice cream. It was delicious. But we get into the. It's at the Pack Downtown Performing Arts Center. Real nice venue for yeah. for sound wise. I think personally, so. Real good seats. We get up there, and the first thing that happens is, you know, they're they're like, okay, once oh, you get yeah. through security, all this stuff, phones away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nobody tells me how to live my life. <laughs> nobody. So we sit down in our seats. I get on my phone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to snap a picture just, you know, for the social media to say we're at Tom Segura. Right. And this security woman walks in the row in front of us and snaps at us. Oh. Like, <laughs> phones away. Phones away. Like. And I go. Rude, very rude like i yeah okay and here's the thing i've thought about this because i'm like she's definitely done this before right she i think she probably travels or you know i don't i don't recognize her as a security she's probably guard. yeah um but maybe she's just new uh anyway she she must have been getting shit or maybe she was just trying to play tough but she was like super rude like and so was the other guy the the, the people the security guards so to to add to Kyle what he was saying, there's people like circling around the audience, right? They're they're checking for phones. I get that, right? No one should video the recording and post it online. It's just not cool. Um, you also don't want to like, you know, Mess have his concentration. Show. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a set that he needs to play, and you know, it's different than music. It's you're talking, and if you lose focus, then you know you lose people, and that's not good. Uh, so I totally get it. But like they were just like super overly rude about it. I thought I would like, especially like with thirty minutes to go. Like we got there a little early, yeah. And they were just like, no, like, and she snapped at you, and it was just like uh, really rude. Um, maybe that's just how they have to do it. You, you know? know what? If you they give somebody rude, a little bit of power, you know, they well, get corrupted. Very and I'm, I'm like wondering, like, if if she wasn't or he wasn't, because you know, I had my, I think I got yelled at. And uh, if they weren't rude, would we have listened? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that that's where it's like, do you be rude in hopes that people will put it away? Or will that make people actually like, yeah. screw this guy? When that guy started walking down the aisle, because I pulled out my phone again after I put it away, because I <laughs> am a rebel. rebel. <laughs> and that guy came. I was like, oh, do you need to get by? No, I need you to put your phone away. I was like, oh, okay. you want to take a selfie? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So it became a big joke that, you know, we were going to have to ask this guy what time it was because I don't have my phone out or a watch. So, hey, buddy, uh, can you help us with the time or some current sports scores, please? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you don't. I I get it. A lot of I mean, it's not uncommon when you go to these big comedy shows or certain concerts where they've started uh, implementing like these bags that, Mm -hmm. 
you like zip yeah. up your phone and, and you don't get till after the show to deter. And I get that. I get, I get that. It. And now, you know, with 2000 or several thousand people, you can't really do that. Um, and I totally get it. And so they, you know, they had people circling the entire show. Entire and it was actually time. they kinda, pulled the guy out. Yeah. They did. Uh, one of the ladies like basically like brought security over and you could see it happening during the show. I don't know how he stayed in, you know, focused on stage, but I was like, what? Everybody started shifting and looking and like there was a group of security guards. You saw the lady who's been circling, looking for phones and she points to a certain guy and like they talk and like, she's like, yep, that guy. And so security guard who I recognize who's, you know, done security for us. And, um, you know, I just, he's a local guy. And he goes over, does the awkward thing of like, you've got to come with me. Because they do have a a thing on like every other seat. They had like a piece of, uh, like a sticky piece of paper that said like, no phone use, keep your phones away, no pictures, no videos, no social media of any kind. If you do use it during the show, you will be ejected with no refund. So it's like very, they're making it very serious, right? They got people surrounding you. They got these little things. And so this guy apparently is using his phone during the show. He gets spotted and he gets booted. Now, he does make his way back like 20 minutes later. Uh, don't know what happened with that, but he got booted. They were serious about that. Yeah, um, they pulled him out and I could, it, it was really distracting. I mm-hmm. couldn't even tell you, like I could kind of tell you what the joke was. At know, some that people point, laughed at like, that and I was like, oh, what did I miss? Like, yeah. damn it. But then I saw them like take him out a side door and the door flung open like a couple seconds later and they were like having him pull like he had something in his pocket that was like a wire running up his shirt. Like I couldn't tell what it was, but I was like, was he like recording this or something? Interesting. But they let him come back. So I was like, it must not have been as bad as it looked but maybe you know in my head i was like oh maybe it's like a he had a you know medical thing yeah medical thing and so he's like checking it or something and then they thought it was a phone or something i don't know Listen, Um, but i'm checking my glucose levels which could have back which could have possibly happened but i mean yeah i just don't know anyway we we love i love the show i thought it was great uh i'm a big tom fan anyways and i love his specials his humor is not for everyone absolutely but it is for me. I think so. Yeah. yeah, he um he he gets it. He's one of these guys that's not I I was trying to like narrow him down into what kind of like comedian he is because yeah. it's, I was it's trying, not like I was trying to tell Alicia dark. that too. Yeah. He can get into the gross stuff for sure, which is yeah. funny, but like yeah. it's just he just kind of does a lot of stuff. Talks about family, his wife, yeah. funny things people he meets and, and you know and i think the the funny thing is like it he does touch on the gross stuff or like maybe he yeah. goes a little too far but i think that's what he's like good at is like basically i mean that's what comedy is right i mean i'm i still don't know what you know makes good comedy i just know what makes me laugh and like you know he basically is taking a relatable situation and then he says something like <laughs> way out of the ordinary or yeah. what we totally didn't expect. And I, that makes us all laugh because we expected one thing and he just, you know, pulls the rug out of us and with gives us something else and just slaps us right on the cheek with something funny. Um, I, I, there was a joke and we're not going to say jokes because there's no way uh, I could repeat his jokes. And I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for people. Um, but there was a joke that I was literally, I felt, <laughs> I felt like I lingered, I laughed too long. Mm. right yep. and i'm like crying laughing i have my hoodie like in my lap and i'm like dabbing my eyes and i feel like i look around and like maybe you were laughing like a little bit like kind of like you know getting getting over it but every like most everybody's done with the the main laughing part and i'm just like i could not S- still stop. going it, yeah it was I, all that ice cream you had beforehand you were <laughs> could just... not stop dude uh so it just felt good to get out uh, hang out with you outside of like recording a podcast or talking about videos or whatever. We're just like, you know, let's get out. Let's go enjoy some comedy. Let's um, just go be men, you know, you know get yeah. our wild scoops, get a couple <laughs> of halibut sandwiches. Men. Yeah. From old F Street. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was um, good. Yeah, it's a. I I will say like uh, we had we we're like, what do you think of the show? And I I mean I give it like. 
my personal rating, my initial thought was yeah. like a seven or eight out of ten. And it wasn't because the comedy was not good. It's just like I don't love people yelling out during Yes. During things that they're not supposed to. Yes. It's like people yelling during a movie, like at a theater, like, don't go in there. Well, no, like what yeah. What value is that? Like, there's none. No. No, that, and that bothers me like so much because it's like you want attention. That's yep. what you want. That uh so yeah, y- you hit the nail on it the It happened head. a couple times. Yeah. Oh my god. It happened the whole fucking show. It yeah, was the one lady in the back that just kept going, Woo! I'm yeah. like, shut. People like, there must have been some people who who just had too many drinks before they came. For sure. Uh, I mean, I don't doubt it. There there that reminds me of like so. I think I talked about this on an earlier podcast, but me and Alicia and some friends, we went to go see Harry Potter. The first one at Beartooth, which Beartooth is a local restaurant that has food, great pizzas, and you can watch a movie in like a movie theater. It's like the only one we have, which is crazy. We should have more than that. Excuse me. But it was, um, you know, fun. We got pizza. We got beer. We're watching Harry Potter. Love it. Um because this movie is such like a cult classic, people have watched it, right? People know about it. And mm-hmm. so there was like more talking, right? People would be like um, talking about the plot. I heard one guy in the theater talk about like, oh, I it, normal voice, not whispering in any kind, normal voice level. And he's talking to his, his girlfriend or someone about like, why he thinks Albus Dumbledore is doing what he's doing on screen. You know, the 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 reasons behind the character. Like, I don't care. Shut the hell up. And people were yelling. People were, like, laughing too loud. Like, it was just, it was, I hated the experience. Right? I just did not like it. Yeah. I, I love my entertainment quiet. Unless I'm home. If I'm, if I'm home, me and Alicia or whoever, we can talk through it. I can pause it. I can rewind it. I don't give a fuck. But if I am like in a comedy show or a theater watching a movie, and if you distract me or pull me out of the movie or pull me out of the story, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. So I do not I like am not going to be okay. Yeah, no. and that's just like, what. It's weird. Just I, like, I feel like people are not aware of what they're like. Like they're unaware of their effects on other people. It's like yeah, just be quiet. Yeah, like, that's all you have to do. Hey, I'm gonna we call. I'm money. gonna call this guy out now I, I don't know his name but he was sitting right in front of us oh yeah, yeah and he was just like throwing up his hands all the time right like wow i relate to that yeah and i'm like and then he even said like because like tom was like ah, i got really loser friends he's like me too these guys right here and it's just like shut up buddy like oh that, that's the one friend that everybody's like dude you're so funny you should be a stand-up comedian he's like I'll show them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show them tonight. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom has me up on stage or oh maybe takes gosh. me on tour. Yeah. Watch uh, these gems I drop. <laughs> You're so like, funny, I just, dude. I just picture that in his head. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, tonight they are going to find out what kind of humor I got. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just don't. Me. I don't understand the thought process that goes behind uh, yelling at someone. Uh, during a show unless they're like asking for someone yeah opinion. like in a small club setting like yeah. i do appreciate like where you're up close to the comic because i mean they are professionals at what they do they will they will shred you if yeah. you are are needing it and i yeah. love that aspect of it so but at the same time i'm like we're in a huge auditorium and then somebody's back's like bikes the whole <laughs> like, fucking show and then tom dude. was like uh dude you've said it eight times like yeah. stop <laughs> he, and he's like do you he, want your attention now you just like, want attention you want a little yeah. attention i just thought yeah i mean that, that is a thing like and imagine being that person right when you get acknowledged and then he like makes fun of you like in my head my heart would just sink if like literally his focus for came them. to me and yep. i'm like i don't know like if it was me, I would just be like slinking down into my chair, and like yeah, I don't think those people have that in them. I, I think they're like, dude. Yeah, maybe he, he went home and he's like, me. yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. he told his wife or his friends like, oh, dude, that time that Tom like talked to me. We from had a stage. conversation, you know. It was <laughs> yeah. crazy. Uh, he, he, you know, I think he's gonna call me. Um, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, Tom, I was blown away. 
uh, by his stand-up. You know, I listen. I've listened to Two Bears One Cave only one episode, right? And it was. Um, I started this last week, and I listened to episodes if they're kind of like an hour. Mm-hmm. I listen to them kind of like here and there, and I'll you know my ADD kicks in, and I'm like, okay, I want to go back and listen to this podcast episode and finish that up. Okay, now I'll go back to this podcast and finish that up. It's just like it's TV and movie and podcast. Like you know, I do that all the time. Um, and so I've been listening to the the recent episode of Two Bears One Cave, his podcast with Burt Kreischer, and man, it's it's just it's all over the place, but I love it. I love it, yeah. dude. They they work really well together, but they also they just riff. They have a conversation, and they are just two of the funniest dudes. And so going into that with like, um, you know, I know how he is. I've seen his old his other standups. I know how he is, kind of. Uh, in a podcast format, but seeing him real in, in life, uh, was truly, um, amazing. And definitely I understand why he is one of the most famous comics out there for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I really didn't know much about him prior to a couple years ago when I just was like seeing them everywhere. And I was yeah. like, Oh, this guy's, and it sounds like he had a really, really, really late entry into comedy. Like he was work, like he said, he was working like a, corporate job or well some sort of job for a lot of years and then Mm -hmm. quit it but it sounded like he's only been doing this kind of stuff for i don't even know if it's been a decade well i in that podcast episode i was listening to of theirs uh bert talks about um being like what was it like struggling at like in 2012 or something like that or 20 like early 2010s and uh i'm like holy shit that was like not that long ago. And then now he's now, now both of them, but now him specifically, they're like, you know, he's one of the selling out stadiums. And so it's just kind of crazy. And then, but also hearing their work ethic of like how they um, go about marketing and trying to figure that stuff out. And I was just like, man, these two guys are, they, they have some things figured out. And I like that. Yeah. I, uh, I'm actually a little wrong. I'm going to clear that up. So it actually looks like in 2010, him and his wife started Your Mom's House, that podcast. Oh, wow. That was so long 2010. Ago. Oh, my god. Yeah, gosh. it sounds like he began, began stand-up comedy shortly after graduating from college on the Wednesday, blah, blah. He announced that he had been doing comedy in the evenings for the first few years while holding down other daytime jobs. So Okay. Interesting. That's interesting. Man, 2010, he started that podcast. That's insane. Yeah, I've only recently stumbled on it, probably because of TikTok this year or last yeah, year yeah. or something like that. Um, Definitely blowing up. Uh, one of the things, and we can close this segment out with this one, is uh, I know stand-up is something that, that me and you both would be interested in doing. Do you? Uh, I'd like to try it. Yeah, I would sure. say, do you still have that, like, listen, okay, so maybe... Well, let me paint the scene. Uh, oh I'm a promoter, and I'm putting on a charity uh, variety show. Uh, it's like, you know, it's for maybe St. Jude's Hospital, right? And I come to you, and I say, hey, Kyle, you've never done stand-up before. You've got a following of millions. Uh, why don't you come over and try stand-up and 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 do it for charity right people can uh pay tickets but there it's not just you being the main event so the focus is not just on you but there's other comedians and other actors and whatever uh would you do it i mean that's a very specific picture Um, that's why i said i'm gonna paint it and i painted the hell out of it i think i did a really good job thank you yeah, but it's like a picture I wouldn't buy, you know? It's really good. <laughs> um, sure. You know, like, I feel like the only way I would ever do it is if, like, the perfect storm came up. They're like, hey, yeah. you know, we have this thing. Um, You know, we thought, or, like, an open mic kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I might, but it's just, like, I think it's one of those things. It's like fighting to me. Everybody thinks they can hold their own fighting. Like, it's just everybody. You know, if you got in a street fight, be like, oh, dude, I would just, you know, yeah. <laughs> dead. And then, like, if he had buddies, yeah. they're getting it next. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like I, I got Lucille and ball, yeah. and we're ready yeah. to ball. And it's just like everybody is overconfident in their abilities uh, yeah. without ever being challenged. I forget what that's how, called. How long do you think you would need? I have no idea. Like, 
let me put you on this. Let me paint this picture. Okay. Ooh, I like this. Paint it. Picasso. Tell me, tell me one thing that you would talk about in your standup right now. Like, what would you tell? What would be so funny? That funny you that you do? said that. Uh, the other, I think there's um, different. Not things. a good start. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I don't know the joke, right? I don't know how to make it into a joke, right? I'm not. Well, that's what I mean. Is I, like, but I, I do have the premise, right? So we were puzzling the other day, me and Alicia, and we're on like little, you know, getaway for the night, and we're puzzling, and I'm like, I wonder what like the first guy who ever created puzzles, like what did he do to sell people on the idea? And it reminded me, like that thought, because you know, you you're thinking a lot when you're puzzling. And that thought popped into my head, like, who was the guy that was like, yo, we're going to take this picture, that the beautiful painting that you just made, and I'm going to cut it up into thousands of pieces, and you're going to try to put it back together. Like, it seems like a very, like, crazy idea, and it almost, it reminded me of Robin Williams' stand-up. Have you heard of him talk about golf? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've okay, so, like, one. he's got that bit where he's, like, talking about... Um, you know, how golf is such a crazy thing. You're going to take this little hole and you're going to hit it with a or a little ball and you're going to hit it with a stick and you're going to try to get it into a little hole, you know, thousand, uh, thousand yards away or hundreds of yards away. And then, but we're going to give you a little flag for hope at the very end, right? To give you something to look at. And so it kind of reminded me of something like that, right? So the guy who created the, the puzzle, the first guy and how kind of crazy he might've seemed in his village. Uh, and then, you know to how big puzzles are now. So I think that there's something there. Nobody can, nobody fucking steal that. Okay, nobody fucking steal that because that's mine. That's copyright. See, and that's what I mean. It's like when you start like talking, not you, but just people. Like when you're like starting to talk things out, you're like, maybe that isn't so funny. <laughs> like that's I what still, I always I do. Still, well, I think that's why people workshop, right? No, I agree. Like, and I think it is like I'm sure Tom. I mean, he's probably so like he probably knows what will hit and what won't and how to say it but i mean like i feel like people would be like okay i'm gonna spin it like this i'm gonna tell the story of the puzzling dude and then you know i'm gonna say it like that and oh it didn't work okay how do i rework it and then so i think it it's trial and error i mean it a hundred percent would have to be like yeah and then i'm not saying people don't get lucky and like their first time up there they like kill and then that's yeah. probably the worst thing I, to happen. I would think is to oh, kill. Oh yeah. Like I'm just saying, like you get up there, open mic, and then like you tell a couple jokes, people are like, you are awesome. Then you get this inflated sense of like, man, I There's am no good. way. The, yeah. And I think that's the thing. Me, so say like the same premise, right? The promoter comes to me, he says, You got six months or whatever. I would just go into it being like, I am going to fail. Like I'm gonna bomb. And that's okay because, like, you know what? It's just getting over that first hump. Like, you know what? I just got to get over it because I think the reason I haven't done it is because of, like, nerves. And I'm like, do I really want to spend the time and write up jokes and then get on stage and totally bomb? It's like it takes a lot, man. It takes someone uh, a lot to get up on stage, especially in front of thousands of people every night. Yeah, even, eventually when, when even you would. five people, man. <sighs> Yeah, getting up in front of people and really exposing what like you think is funny yeah. is a scary thing because yeah. it's just yeah, like you, just trying to relate to what people will be like that is funny. Do you have <laughs> like a, a a joke or something that you've written down in your notes app that you were like, "Oh, if I ever do it cuz I have there's there's got to be tons Tons and tons and tons of like notes that I've started and I've like written down ideas. I think I've lost a few. You know, there's some that date back to, you know, early 2015 or whatever. Um, do you do you have a like I, a note? I did. I don't exactly. Could you find it right now? Could you like um, look it up and I'm, maybe I'm looking right now. I'll Wait, look too. I had one. And I um, if if you find it, I'll read one of mine if I can find mine. And then you read one of yours. I just don't know what I would have typed. It would have been a long time ago. Because it was back when like Dakota was always telling me about his stand-up stuff that he was doing. And I was like, man, you know what? That would be fun. And he was always trying to get people to do some of the open mics and stuff. And I just, I never I found, followed through with it. I found some. Oh, boy. Jigsaws are funny. <laughs> 
I did look it up. The first uh, puzzle. Engraver and map maker John Spilsbury is credited with inventing the first jigsaw puzzle in 1767. 1767. Ten, what was it? 1777? Was the... Yeah. He drew a map on top of a piece of wood. Yeah. Then used a jigsaw to cut it into small pieces. Oh, interesting. 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 Yeah. I guess it wasn't as, as embellished as I was thinking. Uh, okay, I found I found my comedy note. I'll read it. 12.10 a.m. <laughs> So, oh boy, it was a late night for Stephen. Uh, I I must have been traveling or something. Uh, this was added uh, early. Oh, early this year, January 22, 2022. Um, watching a scary movie on an airplane, you know, like that's the premise, right? And I don't know how I'd make it funny, but I, I remember I watched uh, Chris Rock's movie, Spa. Uh, Spa. Oh my gosh. Saw <laughs> spiral or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I combined the two words. Uh spiral or whatever it is. It's like the newest one in the Saw series, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like it wasn't gonna be like uh like a Saw movie. I thought it was gonna be like a little bit toned down. I was like, oh, it's kind of like a grimy detective uh movie instead of like a complete gory fest. No, there was the 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 scenes and everything but it's the fucking it's the airline's fault for putting that movie and so i have a like i there's a like a a scene where someone loses his finger spoiler alert and i'm looking i look around because i'm like this is getting like real fucking intense dude like he's got something strapped to his head he's got shit like strapped to his fingers and they can see them ripping out of the, the hand it's getting real like gnarly and i like look around there's a fucking child watching my screen right behind me and i'm just like no i had to turn it off because i was like i i could not finish even that scene in good conscience. Boy, you about to learn. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so that I think that could be a uh, potential uh, like joke, right? It could you know blame it on the airlines or something like that. I, there's something there. Yeah, I've seen the. Uh, th- there's ones where like the guy was watching like uh, somebody getting a lap dance on a movie on a plane, yes. and this kid like across the aisles like just leaned over watching very intently, and I'm like, yeah, geez. <laughs> I, I remember watching The Conjuring. I, I see, and I, I, I keep doing it to myself because I'm like, I don't know what it is about horror movies on planes, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, it's not scary when you're around 40 people. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe that's it. And you people. have like the sunset happening outside. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, this is a perfect time to watch this movie. I watched The Conjuring on the on a plane, and I remember it's the first one where she like levitates and then like oh, the yeah. chair like it starts flipping. And uh, I'm right. I think I was traveling with my mom. I don't know where we were going, but uh, she was right next to me. And like, I kind of had to like, like block the screen. Like I put my hands up to kind of like make it not uh, as apparent. But then because of that, she's like, what are you watching? And she's like, oh, and then she just kind of like, sh- like shakes her head in disappointment. Mm. Uh. My, my- my favorite, I was going on a golf trip and we were sitting like towards the back of the plane, like me and my buddy and the guy next to us uh, was on his laptop and he was watching a big old like gaming laptop on his, uh, you know, the fold out uh-huh. uh, tray and he's sitting there and then he falls asleep and then his, I think it was his screensaver, his background popped up and it's just this huge anime tits like <laughs> naked chick like <laughs> spread eagle i mean takes up the Did... entire screen <laughs> it was a screensaver it was either his background or a screensaver i don't know but he had fallen asleep no shame oh my gosh no shame that like dude. and it just like popped up because he was inactive like you know what i mean like yeah. he fell asleep so it just was like boop and then i was like Jesus! Oh man! <laughs> so all these people are like looking at what? Him. Oh, that's that's a shock value right there. Like I'm just like, why? Have all... <laughs> I've never, I've uh, never had an inkling yeah. to have a naked person as my screensaver. I or like my background. I definitely would have like. I would, you know, do it maybe to when you. you're. I would 10. do it to you. Say you oh, left sure. your like phone for joke. ten minutes. Yeah, yes, I would. Yes. I would definitely try to find the biggest penis on Google, and then save it and make that your your screen. We saver. did that all the time to our buddy Jason. He would leave his computer, and then we'd always put the new background, and he'd just be like, "You mother!" <laughs> <laughs> Every time he'd walk out of the room. I mean, it's a classic joke. It's a classic. It is joke. classic. Um, yeah. 
Well, okay. I think uh, I think that you know we we we've, we've established that stand up comedy is something we'd like to try. Yeah, I I do feel like I'd have to be put in a situation to actually sit down and try to write Bingo. jokes. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, if you had like a deadline. And it was for like maybe or maybe you know maybe it's not for charity right maybe it's for your own self gain <laughs> well yeah and that's okay yeah, sure and that's okay maybe that's what fuels you right maybe it's like Kyle listen we you usually charge you know thirty dollars but we're gonna give you thirty thousand dollars to get on stage right and you're like okay that's a, that's a pretty good like. That's almost Can like. Can I just start in like a little CD club, you know? And they say, "Hey, get well, up there! You got two and, minutes." And I think that's what I would do. I I think I would in six months. I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna try to write. Take like a couple weeks and just like try to figure out funny things and like look up how to tell a good joke." I think that's what I would seriously do. Is like Google, and then I would like be like, "Okay, open mic, open mic, open mic, open mic," and just bomb, bomb, bomb until I could find something. And then that six months turns around. And then that thirty thousand dollars that they're going to give you or give to charity actually is like well worth it because you worked hard for it. Yeah, I think a lot of mine would be focused on growing up in the church. I feel like that's mm. always like something it's relatable. I could, it's relatable, relatable, and I could think of a lot of funny things that happen yeah. that you're just like, oh, why did I think that or yeah. why did I do that yeah. or you know this person was a predator, you know for sure. Oh. Like it. <laughs> I, I can definitely think of some right offhand that I grew up with. That would be funny. And I think maybe um, that would be something we need to explore more on this podcast is our uh, our own um, religious trauma. Yeah. I think we should make a new movie, especially with the new Predator coming out. But it's actually about people in church. <laughs> Predator 3. Oh, he'll get you. Yeah. I think that could be good. What else has been up? Like, I know we just saw it, but we really didn't even talk a whole lot about stuff. Like, we were just kind of eating. Yeah. Uh, no, it's eating and ice creaming. Usually, man, a summer for me is like kind of slowed down, right? It's kind of like chill. And it's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, take work this. Work-wise. Work-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, all right, I'm going to take this month or this week off and or these few days off. And it's kind of been like that here and there. But I feel like I've been more busier this summer for some odd reason. Um, I have been swamped. Swamped. Just well, you straight got, swamped. You have kids. You have work. It's you got a lot going on. I, I get that. I do. But it's like every, like my weekends are like literally booked through the end of august yeah every weekend i have something that was that was that was me last year now i don't that there's like most weekends are booked for the next month uh for me but i i don't there's still weekends i have available oh you're better than me okay (laughs) yeah Uh, i i wasn't gonna say i wasn't gonna say it but you know (laughs) it came out of your mouth um no so i mean like we've been trying to take advantage of our beautiful state we've been trying to travel around a little bit this weekend um or actually, when this podcast drops, the weekend before, uh, we are going to Homer, uh, which is a lovely, lovely, lovely place in South Alaska, Southern Alaska. And basically, we're going to drive there and um, just have a few days. And my goal for this is to like, I, I'm i working on a short film, right? I've been kind of like talking about it here and there, and people have been messaging me, so I'll give a little update. Uh, I've... Written me and my brother. My brother is going to help me with the story, and I think I'm going to write it and then kind of send it to him and see what he thinks. Um, but it's like a, an old idea that he had, and then I kind of mixed him mixed it with an idea that I had from uh, like recently. And so uh, the the trip basically, I want to like get out of my house, get out of the walls that I see every day, and write and just like throw myself into kind of like you know we're going to be right on the ocean. So like throw myself into a completely different, beautiful location and just kind of write as much as I can and stay up late if I have to. Um, and just, you know, get, get a lot of work done because I got a lot of big plans for the next few months for this short film. And so that's my goal for this trip. And so that's what I'm going to do. What about you? What are you going to do? What have you been doing? Let's talk about that. I too. just I've been doing some editing, some golf video editing, which has been fun to get back into that kind of groove a little bit, just mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I gotta edit, pick some music, you know. 
Yeah. You know, uh-huh. sync it all up yeah. and make it look yeah. good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. We got uh-huh. family stuff, golf stuff. Uh, it's just like it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's, you are a golfer, man. You I every time I feel like uh I see your story or an Instagram or something, it's like you're out. You're playing golf. Oh, I'm I am out. Yeah, you're totally. <laughs> out of the closet. You're coming out. I'm coming out. Actually, it's not the that, words, but um, but yeah, you're out uh, playing golf, golfing. And if I'm how not you, golfing, then you, I'm. How do you monetize that? Um, I don't know. Do I don't you want know to monetize to. it, or do you just want to keep nah. it like a hobby? Golf's my th- golf's like golf's like drinking to people. Like you never ask like an alcoholic, like how do I monetize this? You know why they the hell not? So well, if 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 show drinking, me an alcohol, if drinking it, is your passion, uh, and you don't over, you know, I guess whatever. I mean, if drinking is your passion, why not turn it into a business? Show me any alcoholic that's monetized it. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of people <laughs> who are like spokesperson for like Bud Light, or you know. Whoever I'm not going to mention names because I don't know what their personal life is like, but there's probably people out there that are like, hell yeah. I mean, for example, when I was vlogging up here, mm-hmm. I was approached by a big distributor. Uh, I'm not going to mention names because the deal didn't go through. The contract never got signed. But basically, they liked watching my videos and they saw that I went out a lot and they were like, hey, we will whenever you go downtown to Anchorage, we will pay for all your drinks anywhere you go anywhere downtown um you and your friends as long as you you know tell people what you're drinking uh show the logo of the glass um stuff like that and it didn't go through but i was like at that point i was like hell yes i am okay with that uh i i agree but is that monetizing or is that just getting free stuff i mean in my head like it would be money coming out of my pocket, but money would be staying in my pocket. So technically, it's not you're not gaining anything like monetarily for it, but you are gaining like something that you are saving money, right? Yeah. No, I mean I agree. For the, I in mean, that, I, it, just I, in that scenario, and I'm sure right. if I like my little old YouTube vlog was being approached by this and people were thinking about it, I'm sure there's big people out there being like. Oh yeah, can you post it on Bud? You know, you've been drinking whatever. Actually, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure there there is a way. the The problem is, I don't want to go down that hole. Oh yeah, because I feel like you lose you lose why you do it if you have to start thinking about the money for it. Yeah, that, personally, I think that's but, actually, uh, man, and I I envy that too because whenever I'm starting to get good at something. I always think about how I can turn it into something for profit. And I was listening to an interview with an actor and he's like, I paint and that's my like release and my therapy. And they were like, Oh, can you show us anything? He's like, no, I'm not going to post anything because that kind of defeats the purpose like of being just for me. Yeah. purist. Um, and I'm sure it's probably just a bunch of dicks that this guy's painting, <laughs> but uh, I, Picasso. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he was like, no, I'm not going to show it to you because it's just for me. And, it's, and I'm like, I don't have that. Like everything I make, it's for other people or it's for something that I want to like share. Uh, and so I, I would like to, you know, I do do watercolor, but I do take pictures of it and I post it on Instagram. Right. So it's mm-hmm. I'd like to have that thing where uh, maybe maybe I don't monetize a certain hobby or something. Yeah. Something in secret. That's yeah. what you need to find. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we'll find, I mean, that's what, everybody needs to find some sort of hobby. That's, and and not tell anybody about it for yeah. one year. That would be fun. Don't, get a hobby. You just like. After 365 days, then you can tell people what you get, it is. You get really good at it, and you're like, holy oh, shit, yeah. dude, what, what, what? And then you're like, oh yeah, I've been working on it. It's like an overnight success. I'm a success. puzzler. Yeah. Professional puzzler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure... Uh, hobby will come to me. I think this filmmaking thing is kind of, it was a hobby in the beginning and now it was like a job and now it's kind of, I'm turning it back into a hobby where I'm like doing it for free, but for a certain reason. So it's like, it's kind of, but whatever, we'll see. (laughs) 
Well, Kyle, you know, it was good to see you last night in the flesh. In the flesh. And it was good to hear your voice in the radio waves uh, today. And, um, you know, that I appreciate you, you stopping by and making time to record this podcast. Yeah, like right now with the summer, like we said, it things are kind of crazy. We don't always have a chance to get together and do it. So sometimes we just do it this way, where we're at our houses naked, mm. just chatting, <laughs> chatting away. Can you see me? Uh, yeah, no, I can. I got camera in your house, camera in my house. Um, <laughs> but, you know, these are sometimes where we just get to catch up, talk about stuff we've done, seen, and in hopes that you can relate or maybe you're doing the same thing. Maybe you were at the con or at the show last night. Concert. Let us know what you thought of it. Did you like Tom Segura or did you love him? But yeah. thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. Reach out to us on social media find us, say hi, do all that stuff. And hopefully we'll be bringing some more guests to you in the near future. Mm-hmm. That is the plan. Some very interesting folks with that like to poke, you know, that's what <laughs> that's, that's the criteria. Folks that, uh, folks that uh, we poke. sit down every week. We like, all right, Kyle, like who are we going to pick today? The, the, the description is we have to find p- folks who like to poke. So yeah, if you like to poke, you know folks what? That poke you're on. You're on. You're you're, you're, you're send us your contact info. Yeah, put you in. You know, get off that bench and and uh, get a microphone in that face. Y- you can start on the cornhole team tomorrow <laughs> if you wanted to. So we're gonna make shirts. I should make Everything. shirts. I should make like a design and make a shirt. Yeah, team corn cornhole. Oh, that's such a good idea. Thank you. Okay, well, run with it. Uh, yeah, I will. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.